TESOL Pop, Season 7, Episode 4. Hello and welcome to TESOL Pop, the mini podcast for busy teachers. My name is Laura and joining me today to talk about writing excellent copy is Jennifer Murray. Jennifer has been in ELT for decades. She's been a teacher, a trainer, an editor, a publisher and more. Now she's the owner of Best Words Copywriting, where she offers copywriting, copy coaching and editorial services for ELT freelancers and small businesses. A very warm welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you for your time. Hi, hi. Thank you very much for inviting me. In today's chat, we'll talk about the difference between copy and content, why copy is essential and the key ingredients your copy needs to make an impact. One of the things we talked about when planning this episode is the difference between content and copy. And I was certainly quite confused between these two uh, when we spoke and you helped to clarify this wonderfully. Would you mind doing the same for our listeners? Yes, so I like to think of it um, as being a sort of content continuum. So if you think about um, a post that you might put on social media, on Instagram, about your favourite coffee shop, for example, that's a kind of content post that's telling your audience something about you, what you like, what you enjoy doing. And then perhaps on your website, you might have a sales page that's promoting a new service that you're offering, maybe a mini language course or some training materials and the, the words around that page, around your sales page, that's copy. So copy is about selling, which, but not in a sleazy way. I think sometimes selling sounds like something that we don't like, feel completely happy with. But copy are, is really persuasive words, persuasive language that um, you're informing your audience about what you do and why it's a good fit for them. And hopefully they will become clients. So it's kind of a continuum from educating, entertaining, informing, right the way through to persuading um, and selling. And why not? We, we're all businesses. We all want to sell in the end. That's really helpful to distinguish those two. You mentioned like the content post on social media versus a landing page that may promote a certain product or service that you're offering. Could you provide a few more examples of those different kind of copy scenarios and what they may look like? Yeah, so um, if we think about the continuum again, we're kind of going from entertaining, educating, inspiring, informing to selling. So... An entertainment post could be a story about something that happened in your classroom and what the students or what you learned from that experience. So it's kind of sharing sharing your life, something humorous about your life. An education post could be something about a language tip or a learning tip, how to expand your vocabulary, something like that. Inspiring could be a quote from someone that you found inspiring or a book or a film or something that you've read that inspired you to think about teaching or learning or students in some different way. An information post could be something about an upcoming event that you're taking place, that you're taking part in, um, or that you've helped organise, or a conference that you want to attend, something like that that would be of interest to your audience. And then um, a copy post would be more promoting a new service, promoting a sale that you have on, maybe promoting an event that you're organising and you'd like people to register for. Um, So I think the first sets of posts, the, the informative educational ones, are about you getting making contact with your audience, people getting to know you, getting to like you, getting to trust you. 
And if you've done all of those types of content posts, then when you get to a more copy oriented one, a more sales oriented one, you already have the trust of your audience. So it's much easier to talk about a service or a product that you've created and that you hope to you hope to launch and, and to sell. So thinking about good copy then and thinking about the listeners of this podcast, we do have obviously teachers who are working in a school versus teachers who may be freelancers or owners of their own business. How can good copy help each of these different profiles of listeners? Good copy can help everybody, really. It doesn't really matter where you are at the stage of your career or your freelance journey or business owning journey. I think um, what's important is to start creating content and copy that suits where you are at the moment. So, for example, if you are a teacher who's working at a school, um, you can create content about what you do, about your favourite lessons, something that happened in class, some tips for other teachers. Um, And what that does is get you started on your content creation journey. And it's a really great way to connect with other people and to meet peers, to build your sort of professional network, which can help with, you know, training and opportunities like presenting at conferences or some writing work or, or whatever. And it's kind of your way to show your expertise. It's often in the classroom situation, you're doing really well in class, your students are all happy. But once you are out of the classroom, nobody really hears much about it. So I think even if you're working and, you know, just starting off teaching, you still have a lot to share with with your network, with, with peers. And that will slowly start to build up an audience for the future as well. If you are a freelancer or, or seriously considering to starting off as a freelancer then creating content is is essential because it's what gets you out there and gets you building an audience of people who could eventually become clients content about your your work your struggles your solutions that you found um, tips about becoming freelance just sharing sharing that journey is a great way to you know, to build an audience of, of other freelancers. But also sharing that journey is a great way to build your audience as well. And then, of course, if you're at a business owner stage of your journey, then creating content is your, is your advertising, is your, you know, your window to the world. That's where people can see what you do. They can get to know you and they get to know your offer. They know how to contact you. So for everybody, the creating good content um, is a great way to get for people to get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you. And then the selling part, the copy part that we talked about before, is much easier because people already know you. Um, I think it's um, it's a great way to, to build an audience, like we said, to widen your network. But it's a great way to become known for something as well. I mean, if you look at people within our ELT community who are quite successful on social media, they've become known as someone who creates crafting material for children, for example, someone who supports organisations with policies for diversity and inclusion, um, someone who's a sustainability expert. So it doesn't have to be just speaking about your lessons. It's about what you do, what you believe, your values, and all of those things make make you a more rounded person that people 
that people get to know, like and trust, and they get to know for something that you are, you know, you're an expert in. Okay, so we've talked about the difference between copy and content and how it can help people. Could you give us the key ingredients we need to write excellent copy? There's two things to think about. First of all, before you get started, and then once you once you started. So let's look at the things to consider before before you start posting or before you start creating copy. Um, I think you have to be very clear about what do you want to do? What is each post going to do? Is it one of those entertainment posts that we said before? Is it an inspiring quote? Is it something factual that's giving information? So be really clear about what what each post is for. Um, And the second, but almost the most important thing is to be really clear who you're speaking to. So I think, you know, in this context, when we're talking about creating content and copy to help your business, you're speaking to an ideal customer. So you have to be really clear about who your ideal customer is. Then there's a lot of big decisions around about where to post. So are you going to use Instagram or LinkedIn or threads? You know, where is the best place for you to post? And the best place for you to post really is where your audience are. So it comes back to to knowing your audience. Where are they online? Are they on TikTok? Are they on Pinterest? Um, I would recommend starting with one social media network and just concentrating on that or else it becomes you know, an awful lot of, of time and effort to cover three or four different social networks. So choose the best one for you and the best one is where your audience is. And then um, think a little bit about what format you're going to use in your posts. So are you going to use videos or images or text or a little clip of audio and um, slideshows and you don't obviously don't have to stick with the same format each time but try and you know match the format to the intention of the content as well and that will really help and then I think maybe the final big decision is you know you've thought about social networks but think about having your own website or your own blog And I would really recommend that as a place to get started because it's, you know, your own website or your own blog is an area that you control. It it belongs to to you. Um, You're not going to be shut down overnight in the same way that could happen with the Facebook account or something like that. And also, although it might take more time to create content for a blog, once you've created it, you can repurpose it and use it in lots of different ways to create smaller bits of content. So once you've done all of those things, you're ready to start creating the content. Um, And what I would say here um, is really important is again, that clarity. Um, what What are you posting about in terms of your offer? So you're posting about, um, you know, a three-month language course um, where you have online lessons and additional homework tasks, things like that. So what does that really mean to your your reader, to your audience? What are the benefits of that? So you have to really explain to the reader what's in it for them. What are they going to get out of the experience? So they're going to have one-to-one classes with you online. They'll have um, recycling, consolidation of new language, things like that. Make it really clear 
why this is you know, an attractive offer for them, how it's going to benefit them, and how it's going to improve their life, improve their language learning skills. And then you have to be clear about, about you. you know, why are you the best person to offer this service? What's your, what's your special um, superpower, your ELT superpower? So are you an expert in pronunciation or an experienced medical English teacher? You know, what's your, what makes you the person that's going to help your audience more than the next person? Finally, um, you need to be really clear about what you want the reader to do. So they've read this wonderful post about um, your new language course. They're really interested in finding out more or even registering for a level test or whatever. What do you want them to do next? So should they comment on the post? Should they email you? Can they call you? Um, do they have to take a test? Can they make a calendar booking? Be really clear of the one thing that you want them to do. So clarity, clarity about your offer, clarity about your ELT superpower, clarity about the next stage. And then I think just two more clarity things, um, not being too jargon heavy. So think about your reader. Um, will readers understand blended learning or intensive courses or asynchronous learning, those kind of jargon words that we use? And last, you know, key ingredient is to be consistent. So be con being consistent doesn't mean posting or creating content or updating your website every day. It just means doing it regularly. So if you decide that for you it's um, you can commit to posting twice a week on Instagram. That's fine. People will tell you all sorts of things about the algorithm and that you must do this and you should do that. But decide for yourself what, what you can commit to and stick at it. These are really brilliant points, Jennifer. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and expertise on copy. I feel really inspired to go away and uh, start thinking about um, the type of copy I'm writing and being a bit more strategic about my planning as well. Yes. Well, good. I look forward to reading it. <laughs> no pressure, eh? No pressure. <laughs> to find out more about Jennifer's work, then please go to her website, bestwordscopywriting.com or find her on LinkedIn. That's Jennifer Murray. And of course, as always, I've included those links in the show notes for you to access easily. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer or you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, then you can contact us via Facebook, Instagram, or the website directly, tsopop.com. Finally, you can support the work we do at tsopop by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to the podcast, by sharing today's episode with your teaching community, or by even buying us a coffee at ko forward slash tsopop. <laughs>